Episode 1. Former Brisbane Lion and Adelaide Crow, Cam Ellis Yolman. So, a bit of an insight to set back for success. I've created this podcast to speak to um, current and past athletes around their journeys towards success and their um, challenges and obstacles along the way. So, obviously, no athlete or successful person will have a smooth ride. There's no no one will ever just go um, all the way to success without having some challenges um, or barriers along the way. So pretty much setback for success will be podcasts with these people that are successful, have been successful, and just talking about their journey and um, ways and obstacles that have come um, to their forefront and just the way they um, have gone around it to their current success in um, their life. All right, we're on. Let's do it. So, episode one, setback for success. Here we are with the great man, Cam Ellis Yolman. How has things? How have things been? Yeah, good, good. Not too bad. Um, just uh, recently moved to um, a little place called uh, Wodonga, which is people more likely to know Albury Wodonga, um, which is about. Three hours northwest or northeast of um, Melbourne. Um, it's the home of the uh, O&M um, Footy League, which is sp- supposed to be the uh, best country league in um, Australia. So, um, got a uh, uh, assistant coaching role down here and playing role, and just going to live down here for the the season. See how I like it. If I if I choose to resign, I can resign and. Um. Yeah, just living my little country country life now, which is three weeks in. It's gone all right. A bit different for Cam. He's a coasty man. He loves it up there. So yeah, I do, I do. He's gone country for a bit, but there's nothing wrong with that. Change it up for a little bit. I'm sure you'll find yourself back on the coast somewhere in the future. That's for sure. But absolutely. All right. So we'll start off with uh, a simple question. I like to hit most people with, um, especially going off of what I've created this this podcast for. So for a little overview, I've created this podcast for um, people that are or have been successful and are still successful and just like yep. their their journeys and how they've overcome minor setbacks or or obstacles over, over their journey. So one that really likes to go hard early is just a simple one. It's just who's your hero and why? Uh, uh, my hero would have to be, oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Probably my, my grandpa, um, and my nana, I reckon they're just such great people. I I grew up with both of them, um, had a bit of a tough childhood growing up, but, um, yeah, I lived with my nana and my grandpa, um, on and off growing up. Um, my grandpa was so, such a smart, um, colorful um character he was just yeah such a good person he um used to take me to all my footy trainings he um used to drive all the way from victor harbour to come down and watch me play footy and take me to training and and everything like that um yeah and he was just such a good person he was just so easy to easy to talk to he got me involved in in um in art he um He's a doctor in philosophy, so he's very smart. I could ask him any question under the sun. Yeah. Um, and he just 
just such a, a caring, giving person, never thinks about himself, just um, always thinking about other other people and how he can help them. Before before himself. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. Nah, awesome. Awesome answer. Um, so another one that I've got here, I'll just go with is, so what, mo- so obviously you've had, you know, you've grown up West Torrens boy, um, yep. footy through there and um, drafted to Adelaide, played footy for Adelaide, went to Brisbane for a few years. Um, so I think this is a big one. What, what what motivates you to be the best that you can be, but not just football, but as a person as well? So, because I know for a fact, like I, I think of you as like an older brother. I come to you for advice for pretty much everything yeah. um, along the path. So what motivates you to be the best you can be football-wise and like as a person? I think... I think growing up, uh, especially like um, the way I grew up, it was probably just a big thing. The motivation was me just to be better and be better with the life that I was I started out with. Um, it was a bit rough growing up um, um, with me and my my brothers and my sisters and stuff like that. So once I got to footy, like it was just a, a huge um, weight off my shoulder because obviously financially it's really good um but i was able to help out my family and um obviously the better better you get the better footy you are the bigger the contracts are the more games you play and all that type of stuff so i was able to help out as much as i could um also like to show that like from where i've come from to to where i got like anyone can do it um like the yep. proofs in the pudding, like I wasn't anything special growing up. I didn't make any state teams until I was under 18s. Um, so a big motivation was just um, showing that I could do it. So then other people around me could see that they could do it as well. Yeah, just pass it on to that sort of next generation that there's a, Absolutely, there's yeah. a way in, in everything. It's a, it's a huge, yeah, huge motivation for me because – yeah, that's one thing I'm very passionate about is helping, I guess, the next crop coming through. So, like, if they can see that I'm not coming from anything special, I'm not coming from um, – I've, I've come from a different different upbringing to most people um, and I've still made it made it happen. Didn't play as all the, all the games that I'd love to. Obviously, injuries, injury doesn't doesn't help and, and sometimes your body fails you, but – um, I've tried to, I've stayed in the game for as long as I could and um, just tried to get better each year. And I think I did, did get better each year, which was a positive. Um, yep. But yeah, something that I've always strive to do is, is um, it's the old cliche. You don't, you don't lose your learning. You just try and get better and better and better. Yeah. Every day is a new day. Keep working. Absolutely. That's Every day is a better day. Love that. So let's go into, just your journey. So you started as a young and at West Torrens, correct? Yep. Yeah. So from there, I moved, I moved around a bit. Um, I started, started out um, playing my juniors around um, Salisbury, which is if the, uh, yeah, if Adelaide people know where Salisbury is and stuff like that. Um, then I was around, around Modbury and then I moved over to the West to live with my nan. Um, and that's where I got, identified by the Eagles from primary school yeah. out of Flinders Park primary school. So yeah, went through all the grades with, with, uh, with the Eagles, the mighty Eagles. So that was good. 
They're right. Yeah. So from from the Eagles, um, did you so under 18s, seniors, reserves, all those le- levels? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I started out zone, then went 13s. 13s, 14s, 15s, 17s, 19s. Oh, well, we'll say, yeah, I'll play a little bit overage, uh, sorry, underage, and then 18s comp, and then uh, reserves, and then got drafted and then played league. So, yeah, so were, were, you in the, were you in the days where um, it was like if you played the AFL football, if you didn't play AFL, it was back to SNFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, luckily, being an Adelaide boy, I didn't have to go into a little mini draft to get um, to see what SNFL team I was going to. I just went straight back to the Eagles, which was handy for me because I had all my mates still there. Yeah, mates to go back and play play with all those boys. The coach knew who I was, and um, yeah, it was good. Be a bit easier to know like their setups and structures and stuff. You're not, you oh, wouldn't feel absolutely. out of it that's... as such if you got back there. But yeah, well, that's the one thing. Like you. It's like a, it's a good thing, but then it was a bad thing because you, you go and you're trying to trying to crack into the AFL squad, yeah, um, and learn their structures and play their way. But then you go back to the Eagles and you're playing different. a completely different way and playing yeah. their structures and and stuff like that. So, but it, I, I guess it'd be tougher for a a guy from interstate to come over here, not know anyone, have to have to pretty much end up. If you're not straight in the team, you have to learn two game stru- um game structures, two game plans, um, two sets of teams. Like yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty tough for an interstate boy. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a, a hard one to try and get your head around. Try and Absolutely. learn double. But yeah, so from there to so time at the Crows, then yeah. the trade was it a trade? Yeah, well, because I, I, I was um, I was a free agent, so I free could agent. just go. I, I I didn't have to um, yeah. So after eight years, you become a free agent, um, and so I could just I could go. I didn't have to um wait to be traded for another player. I could just um put put my request request in, and and Brisbane um hit me up midway through. Uh, two thousand and I think it was two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Um. And um. Yeah, we caught up and had a good conversation with Fags and um and then the list list manager of uh, Brisbane Lions and um yeah it was really good. Uh, I enjoyed what Fags had to had to say and um what the the direction that the Brisbane Lions were heading heading into so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and obviously, I do like the beach, as you as you said. And um, it was a good opportunity to get away from, uh, the, I guess, the cold of SA and get over to the east coast, which is yeah. pretty nice, as you as you as you know. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> bit, yeah. bit odd coming home. It was cold. We actually do have a winter down in Adelaide. We didn't have one in Queensland, did we? Oh, as such, we had not. some rain, but it was still thirty degrees up there. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. good at the yeah. same time. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So the move to Brisbane, was there any big reason from that or was that just new start? Um, get new back start, into the game? yeah. 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 I think it was a new start. Like, 
Um, obviously, there's there was a, a fair few things going going down in Adelaide in the last couple of years prior to that. Yeah. Um, and I the, the direction that the club was moving was a bit stagnant, and um, yeah, the opportunity popped up for me to go, and um, I just thought I'd take it with two hands and um start a new new life in in uh, Queensland and um so happy I did because I've I, I loved Queensland I love love Brisbane but um yeah love living on the Gold Coast a bit a bit more in Labrador a few boys shout out to Nathan yeah. Wright yeah. <laughs> shout out to yeah. Nathan Wright <laughs> shout out to Labrador boys absolutely uh, they're good lads so along that we'll go back to Adelaide so along that Adelaide journey was there any yep obstacles, setbacks, injuries, um, such things um, that really hurt you that you had to try and get back around and get yourself going again? Oh, easily would have to be that 2017 year um, yeah. when I did my knee in the first game of the year. And first five minutes of the game all went out. I was I was playing half forward and... Um, just got pushed in the back on the sidelines and just it just gave way. I don't know. It was so weird. It might, I don't know if it was had anything to do with that. The turf on on Marvel Stadium or or whatever. But um, yeah, just my knee gave out. Um, it didn't fully snap. I don't think. But because um, I was I was able to. I guess I was just coming out of preseason, so I was as strong as I could be. So I I, I managed to play in another two and a half quarters on it. Yep. And then um, got to the last quarter and I was just, yeah, I was... Wasn't right. I was hobbling around and I was just thought it'd be better to just ice it up and hopefully um, recover um, and not miss too much of the season. And then went back to Adelaide, had the, had the scans and, yeah, found out the truth that I'd done my ACL. Um, Which is never a good right thing side. to hear. Yeah, never a good thing no, to hear. absolutely not. Um. And yeah, after having such a good preseason, I was I was um, lucky enough to obviously make great mates with uh, Hugh Hugh Greenwood, who yep. um, shout out to him obviously over in in North Melbourne. But um, yeah, I, I was I went over to America and went to his um, college college town um, Albuquerque um, in New Mexico, um, and me and him got real fit for. Did like a fitness camp over there for two weeks and we were yep. really, really fit for the year. And um, we we're both killing it in training and stuff like that when we came back. And yeah, obviously, unfortunately, I did my knee, but he was able to go on and have a really, really um, successful season with the, with the yeah, boys. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if I remember right, 17 grand final year, I think Hugh Greenwood, yeah. I think in, in our family, we call him the Sabretooth. I think he had the beard and everything that year, looked like the Sabretooth. Yeah, he did. carved up that year. So. Yeah, 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 carved out that. Year, um, so. But yeah, yeah, just having a having a watch, obviously, sit back and rehab your knee while watching the success of the, of your team. It's um, it's a, it's bittersweet. It's um, yeah, it's uh, it was a very tough tough year for me. Um, um, I'm not usually a, a jealous person, but yeah, obviously, it's those types of feelings creep up. Um, yeah, jealousy, obviously. You're there to play footies and, and knowing that you can't play footy and you can't um, be out there with the boys in such a successful year. Um, but I was I was so happy happy for them and how they went during, during the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, I just kind of had to, the best thing I could do was support them um, on the sidelines. I um, took up a role uh, as as the runner for the SNFL team and um, did that for the, the year of SNFL, which was um, my little way of trying to, trying to stay involved with the with the club while I was rehabbing my knee. Yeah. Um but yeah, other than that, other than that, yeah, it was just a it was a pretty lonely year considering I was probably I think I was the only only long term injury that yeah. year. And so I was I was rehab doing my rehab by myself. Yeah. Um as you would. So so off that those bad days, you said there's some bad days, some obviously some days where you're just yeah. off what was your way of going about? Everyone has their different ways. What was your way about going? All right, this is a bad day. How do I swing that to be a good day? Did you have a certain way or a certain hobby or thing that you did that was like, let's um, spin that around? I think the biggest thing for me was, um, especially if I was having a really, really bad day, it's just like, as I touched on earlier, like I came from such a bad upbringing that anything that I was doing now was better than where I was. Yeah. So it's really like going back and reflecting and, and thinking like far out. Like when I was younger, I was, I was, I had nothing. And now I'm still part of an AFL team, still listed, still getting paid to, to, I guess, rehab, play footy, um, still technically part of, part of it and, and stuff like that. So it was kind of just, a real you kind of just reflect on on where you've been and and um and knowing that I'm I'm still moving forward and I'm still in a in a better lifestyle than I was yeah I think that's one of the biggest biggest ways I found to to get myself out of the little rut that I'd that I'd get myself in when I'm you know when you're getting your feels and you overthink things and stuff like that um yeah. just reflecting on on where I've come from um, I think the biggest one of the other biggest things was just talking, talking to people. Like, uh, there's some pretty good support at Adelaide. Um, I had Emma Barr who was at Adelaide. Um, she was she was great support unit for me. Um, um, I had a partner at the time. She was really good. She helped me through a lot of stuff. Um, supportive in um all the stuff off field. Um, and then yeah, just kind of talking to my friends and family. Um, and then when re- stuff really got really got tough, um, I actually went and um, seeked out some professional help, just someone to talk to about just a psychiatrist from the AFL that that I could talk to outside of footy, outside of my friends and family that didn't know anything about me, so I could just kind of get it off talk the chest, to them and get it off the chest, and. Um, I found that that really helped because they obviously it's they're good to talk to, but they also give you tools and ways to manage stuff. And so, yeah, um, ways to reflect on 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 what you're doing and um, ways to work around things. So that was that was something that I really um, picked up, and I'm a pretty big advocate for 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 people that if they if they do feel like they're in a such a deep rut that that they they try different avenues and it's not working out and they haven't tried going to seek, seek advice or um, someone to talk to professionally, then like definitely give it a go. Yeah. You're not ever going to lose anything from, um, from doing it. Um, but you might gain 
so much. So yeah, definitely give it a give it a shot. You never know until you try it, sort of thing. Absolutely. So then we jump. So off to Brisbane. So Brisbane. So I know you had a few injuries up there. Frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Frustrating for for uh, for you. I I actually remember your first. Actually, this is this is a quick funny story. So your first game back was, I yeah. reckon, my first preseason game um, with you guys, oh, and yeah. you are the one that gave me the nickname from the club because we had this contest in the middle of the ground, and I ran through it, and you, being the big body midfielder, ran straight through as well and put your knee through my quad, and I've gone limping <laughs> off, and I couldn't feel the leg <laughs> at all, and Monday comes around, and Harney's pulled up the photo of Donkey from Shrek on the board and he's, oh, he's no. quoted the can't fill my legs and he's gone task. The new name <laughs> is Donkey and it was because of you putting your knee straight through me. So I ended up with the nickname oh, Donkey man. for the whole year and I still do. I ran into Tommy Berry a few weeks ago and first thing he says is, oh, Donkey. And I was like, oh, wow, it's going <laughs> to stick. So funny little one. But, yeah, oh, so, so Brisbane, the injuries come around. And it's just yeah, just keeps coming. Yeah, it was very unfortunate, and I was I was spewing because I I really felt like I could have, I could have played in that in that team a lot more. Um, I did I had a good preseason, and and then uh, yeah, like near the end of the preseason, I started feeling my um, what's the name? What are they called? Oh, sorry, I'm just having a real mental blank. Um, not hot spots, fucking um, not shin splints. What's the other one? Uh, oh, stress fractures. Oh. Stress fracture. So yeah, yeah uh, um, yeah, to 2019-2020 preseason, I, I was I was I was doing pretty well. I I um I was I felt like I was running running well, and then near, right near the end, I started feeling my um stress fractures coming back um that, that hindered me in the at the end of 2019 and um yeah it was annoying because I thought I was all good I thought I was I was feeling good and then um the season started I was playing reserves and then all of a sudden COVID hit yeah. and obviously that sent the world in turmoil into turmoil and and everything like that. And I took the time to come back to Adelaide. So, you know, how everything locked down and we were able to go fly back to our home States. Yep. Came back to Adelaide and um, came back and I was just had fire in my belly and I just trained and trained and um, shout out to Ollie Savage at um, uh, Adelaide Fight Club. Um, I boxed with him three, three times a week. Um, he put you on through a pretty awesome session um got me really fit for when we f- finally were able to come back to to brisbane and and play and train again yeah and um yeah got fit and pretty much played the next game like got back into the team and um to the afl team and played a fair few games and then and then <laughs> funny enough against adelaide i've uh Oh, would it, it's always it always happens. If I ever get an injury, it's in the first five to ten minutes. Um, <laughs> it would have been yeah, five to ten minutes into the game, and I felt my calf go, and I was like, "What the hell?" And so I hobbled off. There's a funny vision of me. I'm hobbling it off, 
and the balls got kicked behind me. So it's pretty much following me. But because I couldn't run, I just tried to run away from the ball because if I tried to put my foot down. Wouldn't get far. Yeah, I've got to find that vision. It's fun. It's It's hilarious. It's just as good as that um, Gold Coast day when Dizzy's getting taken off and the ball comes past. He just has a swing with the leg. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, and then uh, I got got to the sidelines and um, like my car felt like they massaged it and checked it. And then I went to try and do a sprint and I just feel it felt a ping. And, and um yeah, I think it was my uh, what did it, it end up being my um, uh, what are they called? Oh my god, I haven't known this. All these technical <laughs> names. Uh, um, it's not Solaris, Solaris. Uh, oh, um, Plantaris. Yeah. So I, I I did my Plantaris, which pretty sure only like sixty percent. Like less than sixty percent of people have, still have it in their in their calf muscle, um, and so I, I pinged that, which was which was frustrating, and then uh, had four or five weeks off, um, because I tried to play the next game against Port. I, I tried to come back the next next week. Um, I forgot against who who it was. And yeah, did my did my calf even worse, which was annoying. So, um, yeah, just terrible, terrible time with injury over in Brisbane. Just very unlu- unlucky. Yeah. Um, I did my I did my plantaris in my other calf. Um, later on that that year. Oh, actually, I think it was in twenty twenty one, which was annoying. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, just just um, couldn't get back on the track, unfortunately. Yeah, because I know in the what was it twenty twenty one season, I reckon at the end as well. What was it in the Achilles? You had the syndesmosis. Did you have that one as well? No, nah, that was that, yeah, that was the so calf I, again. I, nah, that's even that's even worse. I did so. I did my car, my plantaris. I had surgery to cut it out because it wasn't fully snapped. Yeah, and then the the surge the the um where they cut it got infected. So that was another. So it's like That's surgery it yeah. got infected, and it just took forever. It, it, a, a four or five week process ended up taking twelve. So yeah, because I was gonna say that that year up there, I reckon, she's you would have played not even fifty percent of the VFL games. Just yeah. I mean, I came came back for oh, three or four games near the end of the season. Yeah, I reckon I was try, hoping to try and get into that that game with um the Bulldogs. I think I don't know whether it was a a prelim or a semi. Um, I can't remember. I think it might have been yeah. a semi. Yeah, just yeah. just chased you, mate. Just chased you. So off of <laughs> that one, what now? So yeah. what's next? So football, obviously the AFL. Is is through the past, career successful. Um, yeah. What's what's next? What does it look like now? What's the goal? Well, I'm I'm still massive on 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 um I guess the development side of, of football. Um, like when as I said when I did my knee in 2017, and and then how injured I was um 
up in Brisbane and how much I was helping out with like, I guess the development of the the younger boys um, in 2021 because I couldn't play. So I was helping out a lot of, a fair few of the younger boys, especially when um, the senior team were over in Perth or locked out and they couldn't come back and it was just a small group of us. So that kind of sparked a bit of my um, passion to get into player development and, um, and coaching. So that's the big thing that I, that I kind of took out of it is um, giving coaching a, a go. So that's why I kind of took this job um, slash playing role in uh, Wodonga. Yeah. Um, I know it's so far from where I would love to be, but um, it's such a good opportunity and some place where I can really test, test myself. Um, I'm a personal trainer as well. So um, I think uh, learning um, that side of, of training and, and um, working with kids and helping to develop those, those skills. Um, I think the end result would be to do something, uh, um, do something of a mixture, whether it's coaching, play development, um, maybe an academy or something like that up in Queensland. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the, the end result. Um, I'm not going to give away too much because I, I don't want to, give away too much of my secret plan uh, my my future plans because they haven't been they haven't um um come about yet but yeah i've definitely got a lot of lot of plans in the in the footy space up in queensland um i definitely want to keep going with um developing kids um whether it's um either on the footy field or whether it's off the footy field um could be play development manager at a at a the club or um even a player manager managing kids yeah with their wel- welfare and 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 giving them the uh the honest um i guess experience of what it, what it's like to be an afl player and and what it takes and um i feel like the the career i've i've, I've had um has been such a roller coaster and i think i've ticked nearly all the boxes that you can can tick in in a afl career uh, obviously not getting all the accolades and everything like that but um yeah, yeah being part of uh, multiple clubs and and um being part of different types of uh um footy teams i think um yeah i'd, have, I'd be silly not to to try and pass it on and and help the, the next crop of afl um prospects coming through to 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 guide them and and um help them on their journey 100% yeah, as I said before, like such a successful career with with setbacks that you've overcome, and you know where you are yeah. now. As you said earlier, where you are now is something to be proud of, and um, as you should be, you know, from from where you've come from and the success you've had and the setbacks you've had, and to to climb over them is unreal. And absolutely, um, big credit to you for that. So no, I'll go one. Sure. There's two more questions, so I'll hit you with yeah, one first. So. Proudest, most memorable moment in your AFL career? And it doesn't have to be on the field either. So if it's in personal side of things as well, it can be that. So it doesn't have to be um, on the field. I think I'll never forget the the day I got drafted. Um, I don't think anyone forgets that. Um, we were sitting at, we were at a barbecue at, um, at my nan's house and we were all sitting around. I had a few of my mates there and the draft went by and we got to about 35, 40s and um, my nan and grandpa were pretty big on the whole um, seeing what 
what's your the prediction or the predictors and where you should should get drafted and they were saying high or around the 30s and stuff and that came around and so we all kind of just ended up going on with the uh, barbecue and my mum sat there near near the near the screen and and the radio and was watching and watching and we were just kind of forgot about it me and my boys were chatting in the background and and then all of a sudden I hear this scream and my mum's like you've done it like she was just like yeah went off her head and um yeah she said that I got drafted to Adelaide and yeah it was pretty pretty emotional it was full on all my mates gave me a big hug and my family gave me a big hug and obviously the onslaught of messages and texts come through so yeah it was a pretty awesome moment yeah stoked you'd be that'd be honestly one to one to never forget you know it's the start of start of the career so um the last one so younger generation coming through expiring to play afl football um coming from all different backgrounds the goal is to obviously play or even get drafted to start with what's some advice what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give a 10 year old to 15 year old that that really wants to play AFL football and isn't sure the path they should take or, or what to, to have a crack at as in, you know, is it the mental side of things? Um, You know, I know, I know you mentally are down the line. So it's, you know, when training comes, you're training your ass off. Um, Is it, you know, the, the physical side of things where sometimes you just got to, keep training even though you're not wanting to so that sort of links back towards your mental what do you think yeah. would be your best advice yeah like um it's tough like it's a, it's a tough thing when you when you're so young like uh, like I always always thought that like having a go at all different sports was was always a good one like because you learn so many different um techniques and skills from other different other sports um but yeah like obviously like um, it's it's one of those it's like the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. Um, you got to always work on your skills, no matter what. Whether it's you're a good, if you're a good kicker, you always work on your kicking, and then you you work double on on the stuff that you're um, insufficient with. Um, but yeah, it's just like at the moment the way footy's going. Like I reckon, skills are the biggest thing. Like um, yeah. You would naturally build a tank through all the pre-seasons that you do. Um, seek other, seek seek out um, like specialists. Like seek out a running running coach if you feel like you're lacking in running. Seek out a um, one-on-one coaching um, with like football players or or people that uh, are giving up that one-on-one coaching for for your skills and stuff. So I reckon. Um, yeah, just enjoying, enjoying the the journey of 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 um making it to where you want to want to get. If that yeah. makes sense. Hundred percent. Um, because that always makes you makes you such a better better player. Um, like I I obviously was injured in a shitload during footy, but I I still love the journey, and so that's why I was I always kept improving. So yeah. as a young guy. If you're in, enjoying what you're doing, um, you're always going to get better and better and better. Yeah, just just sort of working on your skills um, and your your engine and sort of your tank. Yeah, and just being the best you can be, sort of day by yeah. day, I guess. And and yeah, just working Absolutely. at it. And don't and don't be like, 
don't be discouraged if you don't make rep teams and and state teams and all those types of things. Like um, if if you don't make those types of things, like you just got to go back and think maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe maybe I need to work on something something else and and it, that type like setbacks make you better. Yeah. And um, yeah. As I said, as I said at the start, like you don't you lose, you learn. Um, so learn from learn from your setbacks. Um, find out what you've what you've done wrong. Ask for feedback. Feedback's a massive thing that people don't talk about. Um, yeah, I was going to say like go to your coach after after you miss out on yeah. teams and stuff and ask ask why you didn't. What what yeah. can you work on? Coaches, what? the your cat your your captain your, your captain um uh your captaincy group. Go go have a chat with um people that watch you like yeah there's always there's so many avenues these days so many ways like everything's filmed so you can go watch watch yourself and 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 analyze what you've done wrong but um don't obviously be too hard hard on yourself at such a young age like you're always going to get better um if you stay consistent um i think yeah mass consistency is another big big thing um if you stay at it long enough you you definitely achieve what you want to um achieve whether it takes whether it's when other people want you to other people achieve it or whether it's later down the track um in your own pace you, you'll still you'll still find a way if you stay consistent yeah yeah 100%. and have a positive attitude about it 100 percent. it's just a day by day sort of thing and you know not everyone makes it at 18 when the draft is uh like you said, oh, said a lot more common nowadays you see your, your mature ages get picked up don't you so yeah, definitely, and like you can you can you can see like Tip and Woody, prime example, um, late late pick, uh, not not in the draft, got picked up in um, that Essendon um, or scandal, I guess, or what would you call it scandal? But um, yeah, stayed on the list, which is great. Pods Adley, mature age pickup, won a premiership. Um, yeah. Matty Stokes, great Eagles boy. Um, I think another one. I think another one. Stengel Tyson came back to the yeah. Eagles and got himself back Absolutely. up, and you know another Premiership player, and I'm pretty sure all Australian half forward too, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. Like. So. Um, yeah. It's just it's one of those things. Is as, as, as soon as you as, as oh, I, don't, I don't know the quote exactly, but as soon as you as soon as you give up, you your dreams die. Yeah, it's something along those lines. So, I always um, always have a crack. Your dreams never die exactly. if you're having a crack. Hundred percent. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for episode one. Curls, appreciate you coming on and openly chatting about yeah the the setback for your success, which appreciate a heap, and um, hopefully some people can take some something out of it, and yeah, you know all all lads aspiring as young as well as all the girls aspiring to play AFL football can take something out of it and yeah um, hopefully keep their dreams alive and keep chipping away for as long as they can Um, and always remember that with success there is a setback so you just got to keep grinding you just got to keep grinding appreciate the chat girls no I appreciate it thank you so much for having me on um as your your first and um I hope it, it this really takes off because it's, it's such a good good thing to talk about especially because it's 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 uh helping and gathering information for 
for people to to look at and and hopefully help them improve their careers or their goals or life aspirations. So, hundred percent. I really appreciate it. Nah, cheers, girls. Love it. Cheers, mate. No. Nice.